0: BJ O'Neill here with the Business Coaching Success Podcast. So glad you're here where I share with you strategies, tools, and tips to be able to grow your business coaching practice to six figures and beyond as a Christian business coach. Let's jump in. Hey there, we are talking today about how to avoid quitting as a Christian business coach. Now, when I'm what I'm talking about, what I mean by that, what I say those words. Um, if you aspire to grow and or start your business coaching journey. You're excited, you have a you know, all these ideas, things, you have goals, all this kind of stuff, right? You get into it and just like a lot of things, you know, people quit. Why is that? I recently read a um article or a post that there's approximately 2 million podcasts in the uh, iTunes store. Well, of the 2 million, 500,000 of them, those 500,000 shows, the people who created those podcasts quit after the first episode. I'm going to say that again. There's 2 million podcasts in Apple, yet 500,000 of them, people quit after the first episode why well i can tell you quickly cuz i do one um, there's work <laughs> got to create the content got to create the, the 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 um the show itself and upload it and all these different things and w- w- you know when people are planning to do it this is kind of like just life in general we're we're excited you know we we want it, we can't wait to do it then we start doing it and then things begin to change and it's called resistance It's called challenges. It's called it's taking longer. Um, uh, Just, you know, there's problems that, you know, you didn't foresee. You can't foresee every single problem. And the reality is the vast majority of people in life really do give up. And that's, unfortunately, uh, kind of across the board. Um, But how does that play into building your coaching business? So, in other words, how do you avoid Like in the podcast uh, scenario, how do you avoid being one of the 500,000? What does it take? What do you need to do? And so while we can't address every single one of those answers um, all the time, we don't know, you know, there's unique scenarios. I am going to give you some things to think about that I do believe will help you, especially if you're aspiring um, to start your business coaching journey. Maybe you have already started. Maybe you are, you know, you have several clients, but you can't go to the fourth one or the fifth one. It It's kind of all, uh, you know, it, it all works hand in hand, okay? And so remember that in coaching, there's every single thing that you're going to do. I said this all the time because in, in my opinion, it's just really easy to put things in, whether you call them buckets, quadrants, folders, whatever you want to do, it just makes it easier to process your thoughts. And those three things are, you know, what am I going to do regarding getting in front of prospects and leads and what am I going to say to them, okay? So that's that's one category. Second, how am I going to convert them to become high paying, ongoing monthly clients? And then the third, how am I going to coach them? What process, what structure, what system, what am I going to do? What am I going to say? How's that process going to look like in a simple step by step manner? Everything you do as a coach is going to fall in one of three of those categories. So let's just kind of process, I'm just going to give you some things to think about. And I'm going to use the analogy of throwing a football, okay? And what I mean by that is, let's say you have the best, absolute best trainer in the world. You know what we'll do? We'll even say it's Tom Brady, okay? Probably, arguably, one of the best uh, quarterbacks of all times. Now, I think that you and I could agree, even if if you don't like football, if you don't like Tom Brady or whatever, you could make the argument he probably knows what he's doing, right? Well, let me ask you this: If he shows you exactly what you should do, he shows you how to grip the ball. Like it's uncomfortable. If I don't have big enough hands, personally, if you if you grip the, a football correctly, they put the index finger on the nose of the ball. It's a very uncomfortable, in, in my opinion. Again, I'm not a quarterback, so the few times that I've thrown, just you know, playing with my kids and whatnot. Um, it's just not, it's, this feels awkward to me, but that is one of the accurate ways where your, your fingers are on the threads of the ball. Well, if he shows you exactly how to grip that ball and he shows you your footing, your shoulders, your arms, your hands, and then the motion, if he shows you that, let's say he takes several days, just kind of mapping out what that looks like. Let's say he puts the hand, the, the ball in your hand, and he actually, you know, imagine for a moment, you know, him just kind of, you know, moving your hands with you and kind of showing you the motion so that you can kind of feel what accurate motion is going to be like. Now, the moment you throw your first ball, you tell me, do you think it's going to be perfect? I'm going to argue that it probably won't. As a matter of fact, it probably will be what's called a duck. It just means it'll be wobbly, won't be spirally, for, the, for most people. You might have some that have natural athletics that it could be different. But I'm going to argue that it probably won't. Why? Because you haven't done it before, or you haven't done it professionally before. And you don't do it every day, right? I'm also going to make the argument that the 10th time you throw it might be m- maybe a little bit better, but I'm going to argue in the 10th time it still will be the same. Repetition is the bedrock of mastery. If you've never heard of that before, write it down. Repetition is the bedrock of mastery. So one of the ways we avoid quitting in order to get better is we are repetitive in the same action when we're not yet seeing results. Now, we need to verify the the action. In this case, the trainer, Tom Brady, we know that the action is the correct action because we know he's an expert at it. So we do want to make sure that what we're, you know, doing you know, has some, there's some merit and validity that someone has gone before us, the person who is training us, the system that we're using, whatever. But too many people today want to be able to be successful immediately. And while you could argue what the word success means, I could, you know, make an argument that just taking one simple small step is successful. And it is. That's the problem. Most people don't see it that way. They want to see the goal achieved, the big goal achieved, immediately. That's nearly impossible. So I tell our coaches all the time that are new, your number one goal in the first 90 days or less is all about the energy to put in getting at least client number one. If your goal is to have 10 clients that you're not going to get, I mean, you may if you're, you know, you have a strong sphere of influence a bit, you know, you've been in this circle before or whatever. So you just, all, a lot, all things are possible. But by, my, my point to you is that you've got to focus on the the milestones and the steps. That's what success looks like. Those people who quit after their first episode, they did not recognize and realize they had their eyes set so far down the road that they didn't recognize that, that what the things that they're likely doing, like launching the first episode is successful. It is. So let's look at real quick, you know, you're, you are, let's, category number one, we're talking about, you know, leads and prospects. What do I say to them, right? You need to be able to, again, to catalog, take notes on what you're doing. The conversations that you have, how did they go? They did, you feel like they didn't go well. What happened? You need to start to analyze, well, what do I need to adjust is it the way you came across? Is it what you didn't say? Is it what you didn't put in their hands? Is it the way that, you know, all these things, you're, you're not going to be able to, even if I sat down here and told and worked with you for the next 90, excuse me, the next 72 hours, three days, telling you exactly what I believe based upon my 20 plus years experience in working with business owners, what you should say and do, you still are probably going to not get it right the first 10 times. Yeah, you're going to get, you know, again, everyone's, uh, uh, level of uh, experience in communication is going to be different. Some of you that have been, you know, communicating with business owners for a long time, sure, you you probably will be far further down the road. I still would make the argument: if you've never done coaching, you're still it's still going to just take steps in pieces, and you need to be realistic. I'm not saying to be expect failure. I'm saying to take the things that didn't work, and work on what did work. Get rid of what didn't work, and move on to the next thing. But you have to have a mindset that simply says, I am okay and I'm willing to learn through the pain. I'm okay and willing to learn through the challenge. I'm okay and willing. And, but you can't, um, what's the word? You can't, not, not disguise, <coughs> excuse me, um, mistake. You can't mistake. So let's say, let's say that, you know, you decide over the next couple of weeks, you're going to go to a couple of networking events. You're going re- to reach some, out to some past colleagues um, You know you're going to do all these things. You get two weeks down the road, and if you're not where you are, what I've often seen is people begin to step back and they lessen their activity level because they're frustrated. The the you know the honeymoon feeling is wearing off a little bit, and then they they stay in that phase for a couple of weeks, and then start to claim the things that they're doing isn't working, which is why they aren't seeing results. When in fact part of the problem is they're not being active enough. Too much thinking about everything increases fear. Taking action decreases fear. Even if you're taking uh, imperfect action, you're going to find more of what's going to work for you than not by just taking the action. Now, yes, at some point, if you just are continuing to get your shins kicked and it's just not working, you can't keep doing the same thing over and over and just expecting something to magically change one day to some degree. But I could go on and on and on. But the point is today, number one, you got to have grit. you got to have realistic expectations. You're not going to be perfect coming out of the gate. Learn from the, the challenges that you're going through. Uh, going to number two, category number two, closing them. Whatever what that looks like for you. For our coaches, we have a, a really unique process called the 100K Challenge. It's an assessment. I tell you that to say, uh, a while back we had a coach that had um, – that he was doing well getting people to the assessment that's where we closed them to be to uh, become ongoing high paying monthly clients in our system using that 100k challenge and they were they were getting consistent appointments for 100k challenges every single week but not getting any clients so i sat down with them and we discussed and discovered one really important part of that journey that they weren't doing almost at all, even though they had been trained, shown, taught exactly how to do that with multiple coaches, yet somehow or another that just escaped them. So what was happening in the frame that that they had was that this isn't working. That was the frame. When in reality, it wasn't working because they weren't following through with the correct thing to do. Specifically to that assessment, that was the number one challenge to them getting yeses. And so what I'm telling you is, is that you have to make sure that your process is valid. Is, and it's got the stamp of seal of approval of results. Whether you create your own, if you use a done for you system like we do, or whatever, if, if, even if you created your own, you know you, whatever that's gonna look like, hard to do these days, but if you're gonna do that, you got to make sure it has a stamp. You can't just not know. And then you have to, to continue to work at it to build your momentum and to build your comfortability to build your consistency, to build your own confidence. There is only one thing, as far as I'm concerned, that probably is by far the bedrock of success is confidence. And the only way that you can get to the level of confidence is to be repetitive in doing the action. Even when it stinks, even when it doesn't feel good, even when it didn't work, even when you were told no, but you got to analyze the processes. And then the third category is certainly coaching them uh, into results, um, meaning in a step by step manner, which is, is what we do. And so I argue the same thing. If you've never gone down that journey before, your first a couple of clients, you're learning. It may not go perfect. Let me rephrase that. It likely won't go perfect. You might say a few things that you, you know, you were wrong. Or you didn't realize, or you didn't know how to respond correctly, it's okay to think that you're gonna say the exact right things would be just preposterous. You gotta have a learning spirit, and I mean that. Your inner core, your the your you're in your 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 core spirit, your gut, whatever you want to call it, you gotta have a just a true, sincere spirit of learning adjusting, and growing. I don't know any other way. I'll say it that way. So I hope that means something to you today. If you want to avoid quitting, you got to be a student of the game. I I talked to a coach yesterday, and their exact words were, I have gotten distracted and not been near as consistent as I need to be, and I know that's the biggest part of my problem. And he's right. They're 100% right. You know, we all do it. I do it all the time. We all do it. Getting distracted is super easy, especially in today's world. Right. You hear all a lot of hype. You know, you wake up one day with a different idea, wake up the next day, not motivated to do any of it. (laughs) And the list goes on and on. And so the reality is, though, that repetition, learning, adjusting, getting feedback, working with people who, you know, been there before, you You will be able to be successful. It's not a question uh, of I, I will say this. I was asked the other day, "Hey, do you think that there are some people just aren't fit for coaching? Probably so. Probably so. I mean, just somebody who's like just they just don't have great communication skills, maybe maybe so. I would argue, though, you know when you look at uh, again, a lot of analogies that I use are sports related. Um, I spent a lot of time watching sports with my kids and in in, in sports. Michael Jordan was cut his sophomore year in high school. So let that sink in. I mean, Michael Jordan, the best athlete I believe still will will ever walk the planet, at least in my lifetime, was cut in sophomore. Not JV, not Pop Warner. Sophomore year of high school. And is the best. So... You tell me, you know, and I'm sure there's no doubt that some people have natural gift mixes. That goes with anything, even with the gift mixes. The best of the best still have coaches. The best of the best of everything has trainers, tennis players, baseball players, golf, you name it. Guess who else has them? The best sales people in the world, the 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 top 10 sales uh The most successful salespeople in the world right now all have coaches. They didn't just learn it on their own. And neither can you. Neither can I. you got to have somebody to help you to verify what you're doing is on track or off track. I digress. Someone said, hey, man, your podcast episodes are getting longer and longer. You know what? They are, and I'll tell you why. (laughs) Number one, I love doing this. I do. Um, I get so much feedback from people with questions and whatnot. I know it matters to you, and I'm trying to get back to getting them to be underneath 10 minutes. It's just tough because I want to empower you. I want to inspire you. And I want to help you think about the big picture. Think about the simplicity of what coaching can be if you've done correctly um, and continue to remind you, you know, God gave you skills. God gave you talents. God gave you dreams. um, But if we listen to the enemy and listen incorrectly, we will punt that dream and that idea down the field to where I'll I'll think about it next Monday becomes next month, becomes next year, becomes five years and 10 years, and, or becomes we never do it at all. And then we live a life of regret. And I don't want you to do that. So if you're considering starting, I want you to be prepared not to quit. Be prepared to learn, be prepared to adjust in whatever category there is in coaching. You can do it. If you're interested in just learning how we do what we do, well, we have, I give a seasoned Christian men a done-for-you six-figure business coaching business. If you're curious, as to, you know what does that mean? What does that look like? Happy to jump on the phone for 15, 20 minutes and just ex- share with you exactly what it looks like. You can determine for yourself if it's worth learning more about. Uh, drop me an email, BJ at bjoneal.com. That's bj at bjoneal.com and um, we can uh, find a time. You can respond back to this email. This uh, podcast might have been embedded somewhere where there's a link to uh, click on an email, or excuse me, click on a a, a calendar and where you can find a time to connect, okay? Until next time, take care.